Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I am your host, Nikita Figpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work, life, and love. My personal mission for this and every episode of the Balance Bully Podcast is to serve you with the tools you need for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work and life over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. Listen, what that what that little boy say? Listen, Linda, we are in season 14. <laughs> Joanna in the background laughing. You're gonna get to know her in a minute. We are in season 14 of all things growth matters, the mindset you need to go to the next level. Excruciatingly important. I hope you were able to just sustain yourself up until this point. It's been a week since you heard from our previous guest, Ritu Chopra, who brought to you all kinds of things about the coverage to balance boldly and today we are leveling it up even more with this phenomenal guest i'm so excited to have her here had an opportunity to meet her on another tv show that she was a guest host doing and it was just phenomenal we connected before the show during the show after the show it was just like sisters lincoln we, we just did our thing and it was great 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 I can't say enough positive things about this woman, but I will. So let me introduce you to, and let me correct my pronunciation, because those of you who've been following me, you know I like to say things very differently. Joanna Jane of JB Enterprises. She is an economic change agent. I need that to sit in your spirit for a second. An economic change agent. She has a combined all of the great parts of her tools, her skill set, and her professional acumen as a social worker with her passion for financial education to help individuals reach success. As a licensed financial coach, she specializes in servicing for services for small business owners and entrepreneurs, middle income families that are doing their thing, just trying to level up literally by helping them with create their financial plans of purpose. After years under the real estate arm of her father, Joanna took her gifts from social work and finance to birth her next level, O'Hara Development, a community development company that focuses on the heart of people and the quality of their living, which I absolutely love. Her current focus now is on wealth education, owning your land, okay? Owning your land, which has a whole nother spin that we're gonna talk about today. So you can have the greatest part of you your financial legacy, your personal development, and your healthy decision-making skills, and master creating your wealth at all income levels. Joanna, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Hi, Nikita. I thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, you might be the best person that I have heard say my bio. Like, <laughs> I don't think my bio has ever been read like that before. <laughs> and I typically don't like to hear my bio. So, th- really? <laughs> so thank you. Yes, I feel weird, but <laughs> oh, I mean, well, you're hearing good things about yourself, right? You're like, oh, I'm used to doing good things for other people, and then I'm hearing somebody say it about me. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, and thanks again for having me on your show. You're welcome. I'm excited to have you here. You already know we have been waiting for this moment and matching schedules around your retreats and your tours and. Listen, Linda, right? Like you have been doing so many phenomenal things. 
under both arms of yourself, just helping people literally level up in their life. And I'm excited to have you here to share with our listeners as well, because we need you. We need you. Thank you. You're welcome. So as we move into all things growth matters, which I know you can speak to on so many levels, because you are a woman who believes in investing in herself and learning and growing and investing in others, clearly with all that you do. So I know you understand that in order to grow, we got to do some, some of the hard stuff, but sometimes that makes us feel a little disconnected and maybe even burnt out or maybe challenged by our own confidence and ability. You know, I'm over 40, so we got those over 40 things. And then some people got them over 30 things. You know, I don't have the brain I had and the capacity and elasticity I had when I was in my twenties. So we start to doubt, can we add more? Can we pivot? Can we change? Can we do something different than what people have known us for, right? Like you came from real estate. You know what I mean? Like you have all these other layers to you. You have your social work side. You have your real estate side. You're a multi-passionate entrepreneur and it makes you greater. It doesn't make you scattered. And I know sometimes we deal with those things and those questions of like how people like to to box us or pigeonhole us. So I would love to learn more about your your just your journey with dealing with all of that as a mama, you know, who has been married and, you know, a woman who's dating now, you know, just all that good stuff. Come on, give it to us. <laughs> well, I must say that to be completely honest, you are not alone. And I'm speaking to the audience. You are not alone in feeling but wait a minute, I have a degree in business. How can I then do social work stuff? Or how can I be a social worker? But wait a minute, now I'm doing financial stuff. So that is a natural feeling of what the heck my degree says X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to be very careful of the titles that we allow society to place on us just because we have a degree in such and such. I think the best thing that we can do is allow God to guide us, right? Mm -hmm. So these are things that um, it's a it's a tool that gives us, you know, or if we want to look at it as a key that gives us access into a room, but it was designed by God. So don't get caught up in the title because you'll find yourself beating yourself up honestly. And I went through a short period of that, really wondering like, how in the world did we go from counseling to financial to real estate? Like, how does this whole thing work? And how do I not look confusing, you know, to the public. So I owned my stuff. And I said, you know, all of these things fall under economic empowerment. And I remember being in service one day and it was almost like a download in my spirit, economic change agent. That's what you are. You sit with people one-on-one and you're providing counseling. You also work on a macro level of social work and you are in policy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're not just looking at buying a house and flipping it. You're looking at buying a whole block and incorporating affordable living, mixed community living, and also doing things that matches the market. So that way we can increase, you know, job, uh, job opportunities by doing a commercial real estate. So all these things, impact the community on an economic level. So I decided not to box myself in by my degrees and certifications Mm -hmm. and really just focus on God's work and allow the degrees and the certifications really just to be a key to get me in the room. Mm, I know that's right. And I I was taught um, somewhere between four and five years ago. We started our company about eight years ago. 
And, you know, it was hard, right? I'm, I'm a minority woman of color in business and walking into this world of business without a business degree, because that was not my background. I'm a clinical social worker. So, you know, we have that in common in terms of our social work, social research, public policy, because I did my ABD in public health and all that. We have a lot of those layers of us in common. And, you know, it's very different than uh, entrepreneur, right? Like it's just a very different thing than when you you learn now to network and you have to do things that you didn't necessarily have to do in that same way when you are working within a a civic servant uh, unit, if you will, because there's a lot of layers to being a government employee or a clinician and all of that. Where you can pick up a phone call and there's a resource and there's a box for that. Where you walk in a room and network, you don't necessarily know who you're in front of or what they want from you or what they don't care to have from you or whether or not they think you're worthy of their time. There are just so many layers to that when you walk in the room. And one of the best things that someone told me, maybe, and I mean, it's probably layers to it, right? But like four or five years ago, they said, be very extremely mindful of how you show up at the door, because if they won't let you in the door, go through the window. Right. And you're like, you're like, I have keys one way or another. I'm getting in this building. So I'm looking at my skills as the key. Now, it might be the key to unlock that padlock on that window or it might be the key that goes directly into the front door with whatever, you know, is the accommodating space for me. And I remember seeing something on I don't know if it was Facebook, Instagram, one of those platforms that I follow you on, child. And you said, um, don't worry about a seat at the table. Bring your own chair or build your table. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I, rem- I said, um, I'm, I, so I'm getting ready to be with Sisters in Business Expo. I'm sitting on their panel. Um, one of the people that are going to be there is Yandy and um, Tamika Mowry. Mm-hmm. And I said I, that I was honored to be in a room with other women mm-hmm. that built the table and bought their throne. Yes, 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 yes. You said it so much better than my <laughs> recap of it. And I love that because it's kind of a spin off of listen, we we got the tools, right? Like you said, I got the keys. They said I got my, my chisel, my hammer, whatever I need. And I'm gonna create what I need to create in order to have the life that I want, which is effectively what you're also doing for other people as an economic change agent. You are giving them the tools so they can create their next level, whatever that is. And obviously for you being, you know, niche within the real estate and the financial, you know, field and being able to connect and as a relationship builder, you understand the power that goes into owning your own land, right? Like, so that's where you can really, you know, drill them down into. And I have to ask you with a woman with so many layers to herself, as many of us are, but you have very specific layers that I think are powerful because there's a lot of women listening to this that are not currently married, that are not in a relationship, that may have been in relationships and are just in a different space in their life. And they're questioning their power and their beauty and their ability to just move forward and be open to all things again. And I don't mean just in love, but in love and in life, right? Like you are open to wherever God is taking you right now, which you clearly stated a few minutes ago. And that means you're open to the change, to the pivot, to the discomfort discomfort of it all. You know, you had you might've had certain plans and God laughed at it. And you said, okay, well then I'm open to whatever you have next to me, for me, Father. Like, give it to me. And a lot of women and a few brave men that are listening to this, don't necessarily know how to do that for themselves. Like, how do you remain open af- after dealing with so much 
of the stuff that you dealt with, you know? So the way to remain open is knowing that you are operating by his will Mm -hmm. and you're here on his assignment, not yours. Mm. Yes. That is as simple as that. If you constantly think in that mindset, I am here on God's assignment, not mine's then when certain opportunities come your way, you won't then say, I can't do that because I, I have a degree in psychology. That doesn't match what, because then you'll say, wait a minute, God, how are you using my psychology degree to get this work done? And right. those are two different things. So if we keep the mindset that we are here on God's assignment, not ours, we will become more open to different opportunities, going to different countries, meeting different people. We won't feel insecure in those rooms because what you'll be there doing is using your, using your intellectual capital with those various degrees, certifications, and your upbringing, your life. People want you. Right. I remember when I first got into, um, into the financial industry, and I was still a little bit questioned, like, how do you do this as a, as a but I have a background in social work. I was the best person beating them left and right because I had the skills to shut up and listen. Mm. I knew what it was to make, to, 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 to operate client centered solution focused. You only learn that through social work and psychology. <laughs> you know, right. so these were skills that people were coming in that, that other people weren't coming in with. So I was never the salesperson. I was, let me assess let me educate you and then let's find the product or service that fits your needs. And that's why I retain clients. And that's why people, you know, continue to want to work with me over the years and helping them with their investment portfolio and, and understanding why they uh, need to work their numbers backwards in a way that needs to include more passive income versus active income. Because I looked at them and I used what was already inside of me. So we cannot afford to allow these titles to box us in. People are buying you. They're not buying the product. I know that's right. They're buying you. So walk into those rooms, owning every degree and certification and who you are as a person and work that thing so God's will can be done. So his assignment can be completed. Listen, you're about to uh, take us to church in here. And you're a thousand, right? But you're a thousand percent right. Even for those who maybe listen to this. And if you are not a spiritually grounded person who is a believer in the God that I believe in, that I know is the same God that Joanna, I keep wanting to say Joanna because that's my default. Joanna believes in, uh, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It is okay. Just recognize and understand that you are being led. You are being pulled. Whether you want to recognize that or not, you are being pulled and you do have to listen and follow. You know, maybe one day, someday you might acknowledge that the God that is pulling you is our God. Maybe you say, that's not the God that is pulling me. Okay, that's your belief and I'm not going to fight you on that. That's not my job. But I do want you to hear what she's saying, which is very clear and considerate to you moving out of this stuck place that you might be feeling that you're in. And I know, listen, first partaker, I'm pointing to my head right now. I have been here. I have been in this space that she's talking about where you are questioning all of the, 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 the tools and skills that you have. The keys are in your hand. They jingling and making all kinds of noise. And you sitting there like, well, how do I get through the door? Because you just don't, you know, you're not really listening to what you already have inside of you. And a lot of it is because we're typically, 
we're enamored by all of the other noises that are happening in our life, right? You know, the kids need this. The dog needs that. The cat got sick. The job on my nerve. You know, the people, my, my clients are acting up. Somebody's not paying me. Somebody didn't do their invoice. Some, someone promised they, that they would, you know, take care of something. A partner, a vending partner, or a potential client is ghosting me now. You know, whatever the case is that you're, that noise that's happening around you can sometimes just drown out. That was the phrase I was looking for. It can just drown out the fact that you got the keys. They're jingling in your hand and you're so stuck on, you know, but what does the label say outside of the door, which is why I'm so, so grateful, Joanna, that you're here as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, right? Like as a woman in business who has multiple skill areas that you are equally good at in one as you are in the other. Um, and that is usually what confuses a lot of people. Like they know that when they actually, you know, they're like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm a really good painter, but I'm an okay okay writer, they're usually not torn with whether or not to write the book or to finish the, the, the gallery canvas, right? But when they're like, no, actually, I'm just as dope as a writer as I am as a painter, then they get stuck in that analysis paralysis of what to do next. And I think that's a lot of what you're speaking to is listen to where you're supposed to go first, second, third. And it doesn't mean that you won't get to all of it in whatever Kairos time you're supposed to, but just listen so you know what your direction is. And sometimes that, and I'm sure you agree to Joanna, sometimes it takes being in a circle of other like-minded individuals, right? Yes, indeed. I have to pause you right there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, I was going to pause myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other part that I want to go to from the, from your last question, when we talk about, you know, um, using who you are and being here on God's assignment, mm-hmm. when you're then in, op- when you're then operating in that mindset, it does flow over to your, your intimate relationships because mm-hmm. then your prayer and, you know, for, for me, when I, when I pray, it's God, send me the person that will not conflict with your assignment. Mm-hmm. How does this person allow your will to be done? Yes, and yes. I did not always pray that way. I'm a woman that um, I got married a few years ago and we got divorced fairly quickly and I have to own my stuff. I went into that marriage off of my own flesh. It fit right. We look good on paper. Yes, I did love him and it was all great. But was I really, really focusing on what God wanted? Now, looking back, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I can't afford to go through that again. So I need to make make sure God and the person that's taking me out to dinner if this is the person that I'm going to be dating for a while, or if this is the person that could be my husband forever, how show me how your will could be done. How does kingdom get glory? How does your kingdom get glory from us coming together? And even though I'm speaking about, you know, on an intimate relationship with a man, I'm, I'm that also comes that also, that also goes to your relationships with your girlfriends or your colleagues that you network with, which is what we're just, what you just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to be so intentional. And that's my word. I got two words for 2019 being intentional and executing. You have to yes. be intentional about the rooms that you're in, the people that you're speaking to, the person that you wake up to. Hello. You have to be intentional about that because if you happen to let your flesh get the best of you and you went with the crowd that looks good, that has a bunch of followers, or you went with the man that had the chiseled chest, but you weren't thinking about 
purpose, value, kingdom assignment, that person, those environments can cause you to not create, which then that affects your pocket, which also means the people that's connected to you are dying because you're not fulfilling your assignment. Mm -hmm. It's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So you can't afford to not be around people that are that are almost lighting fire underneath your butt to keep going and keep pushing because this assignment this work is not easy like it sounds great and I love to hear you know how you how you've read my bio but this layer this this these layers of passion and work it is not called for those that are weak and you can't afford to be in spaces that you're not uh, with people that are helping you, you know, lift the weight. You know, like if we take the visual when people go and mm -hmm. lift weights and they have a spotter, mm -hmm. that's what those people are. They're your spotter to make sure that the weight doesn't come down and knock your whole head off. That's so true. That's so And true. there are some people that are not happy in where they are that you cause them to feel uncomfortable. I said this in my book that's being re-released October the 17th. It's called Because She Jumped Wealth Strategies to Jumping Smart. You are often the mirror that people can't look in. Yep. So you're making them uncomfortable mm. and they don't like it. So now when they were supposed to tell you that such and such wanted to meet with you, oh, I forgot. Oh, um, babe was supposed to give you that message. Oh, well, you know, I was hungry and you know the kids. No, 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 no. Right. What that really is, what that, what they're really saying is you're making me have to look at some things within myself that I'm not ready for. And unfortunately you're the person that I'm taking it out on. Right. So it's really, it's not even about you. It's, they're not really mad at you. They're disturbed and they're upset with themselves because they have, they have not done some things that God has placed in them. They're still holding on to their gifts instead of allowing it to glow and to shine, to do the work for kingdom. Absolutely. You are a thousand percent right. And a lot of the reason which unfortunately, like we're not going to, we're going to have to do a part two because we're not going to be able to go into the trust issues that people have around that. Because the reality is a lot of times they won't look in the mirror of those spotters to use your analogy because their guard is so thick and they are layered with armor and they just keep pushing those other people away, right? Like, so you're not going to go lift the heavy weight that you were supposed to do, right? The heavy weight that you were supposed to do to build the muscles that you need to do whatever next work that you need if you don't have a spotter. So that becomes the excuse. Well, I can't do this because I don't have a partner. I can't do that. And I mean that in every level, you know, financially, business-wise, professional, and personally. Well, I can't create this or this next level or do this thing because I don't have a partner. Well, why don't you have a partner, Lisa or Tina or Tom or David? Oh, because I don't trust. Well, why don't you trust? Because people have hurt me. So you mean to tell me that your future stops here, right where you are right now, because you won't disarmor yourself and do the work that is necessary to disarmor yourself so that you can get the partner who has probably been standing right there the whole time. Cause that's a whole other conversation that we can't go into many times. The person is right. The person or people are right there, but you've overlooked them because of all of the trust issues and trauma from, from past baggage and luggage issues that we won't go further and get a little bit more intimate with those layers of ourselves that we need to. So you listen, shut up. That's what I got to say. Look, first guess I ever told, shut up, stop it. Too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. <laughs> it's too on point and it's too right. And we, we just don't have enough time to, to do it all, but you're a thousand percent correct. Like you are so phenomenally right. Oh, I can't take it. Okay. So with all of the nuggets that you have just gave and everything you've done and everything you've learned, what do you do to give yourself permission to pause? 
it used to be a time where I would um, have it so strategically planned because I'm a planner at heart. Mm -hmm. That's what I do well. But what I've found to do is make it a part of my everyday. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to say around, I get up pretty early. So I'm up generally anywhere between about 5.30 and 6.30. Mm -hmm. After I pray, meditate, write my affirmations, kind of get my life going. Um, I shoot out a bunch of emails and it allows me to pretty much wind down around roughly 1.30 where I can have about a good hour for myself. Whether that's a good nap on the couch, whether that might be, you know, going to take a walk in the mall, doesn't mean that I'm buying anything, just for me. And now I can put on my calendar, well, this would be the time that I could go and get a massage, but I don't necessarily have, um, you know, a certain thing that I ascribe to every single month. It's more like having those moments of just a pause throughout the day. Now, are there some times where that doesn't happen because, you know, there's a, a unexpected meeting or a meeting went over? Yes, that's absolutely right. But it's in the schedule. It's there where it needs to happen. We're anywhere between about 1.30 to 2.30. That's, that's my time. That's before my daughter comes home from work. I mean, comes home from school. Mm -hmm. And then that's typically around the time some people may still be at their lunch, depending on what type of work they do. So I, I, I get that time, you know, to myself. Now, outside of that, I am big on about every quarter going off by myself. So there's a place and I'll recommend it to people. They don't, they're not giving me anything for this. So I'm sharing this with you because I really do love this place. Mm -hmm. uh, there, it's called Crystal Springs Resort in upstate New Jersey. Ooh. So I am good for fun. Like I will get on Google University and I'll look for just, you know, nearby retreats or nearby resorts or, um, you know, places to go for relaxation. And that's how I found it. And I would go, I went there for about three days and relaxed. I didn't take my daughter with me. I didn't, this wasn't a boo trip. This was, I need beautiful scenery. I need service where I know I'm going to be treated well. This is my time for me. So when you take those moments out to take it, to, to do another level of a pause, I would say, don't shortchange yourself. Right. Like, if we, and, and I tell people I'm good at finding the money. When people tell me I'm broke, I can't save. I said, hold on, sweetheart. Let's, let's get the pen and paper. Let's take it back. So I'm always good at finding the money. So when I did this for myself, I said, you know, if I, if I take off my, my cable and I remove a couple other line items, I could actually treat myself pretty nicely at least once a quarter for my own mental health. So yes. I would say between, you know, having those small pauses throughout the, um, throughout the week, that one hour, um, and then putting in like a quarterly retreat for myself, just my own me time. That's how I take out my time to pause. And the other part to this, um, one more, one more thing as an entrepreneur, especially when you're doing passion work, like I can literally work all day. Cause I love what I do. Right. I legit exactly. love <laughs> what I do. However, I'm also a mom, right? You know, so I have to know when to turn that off. So once Haley comes home around four thirty, my day, at least three days out of the week, because I leave at least two days a week to work late. My day is over. I'm not seeing any clients. Whatever didn't get done will get done tomorrow, and that's it. Like I, I I'm not out ripping and running the streets. I need to have at least three days a week where I am with 
family and I'm not thinking about the next project. I'm not thinking about this, but what has really allowed me to do that, Nikita, is delegating authority to leaders. So all of my entrepreneurs out there, the moment when you get to the point where you are no longer in your business, but about your business, mm-hmm. you will really be, you'll, you'll be able to truly enjoy being an entrepreneur and managing your time better. And believe it or not, you don't necessarily have to wait until you're making a whole lot of money to do that. Say Honestly, it. if I could go back, I would have done that from the rip. Mm-hmm. from the very beginning delegating authority and we often think that we don't have the money but we do it's really what are you willing to sacrifice are you willing to get rid of Xfinity are you willing to get rid of some of these apps are you willing to down downgrade your car to put it into to put that money into your business it's really what are we willing to sacrifice so we can really have our businesses grow I mean I just interviewed Sonia um, from this, the student loan doctor oh, on yeah. the show, yeah, on the show last week, and that was one of the things that she talked about. And she says, you know, my business in three years, get this, in three years now allows me to be at the mall. She said, I I can be at Willow Grove Mall at eleven o'clock smelling candles because now this machine runs for itself. I've right. hired people. There's a, a clear system of how we gather, how we gain clientele, and then how do we manage it? So. I'm still even taking notes as I'm growing, but I should have done that from the very beginning. But we often think that we don't have the money when we do. It's just a matter of you put the money out and then really within sometimes a couple two weeks, you'll see the money come back full circle because now you've delegated work to someone that can do something while you're working on the bigger part, whether that's bringing in the deals and doing all that other stuff while they're doing the administrative work and making sure that the emails are going out and they're being responded to. And you'll be surprised how now that cycle brings in that revenue that you need on a regular basis, but we have to be willing to delegate authority. So a little pause throughout the day, do a quarterly resort um, retreat, you know, for yourself and then make sure that you're delegating authority. Absolutely. I, you know, I a thousand percent agree. That's a huge part of the systems and things that I teach too around delegating to ease your stress. Like how bad, how bad do you want it? And a lot of it, you know, obviously you can't do, you can't hire the COO at $95,000 in salary. If you don't have no salary, right? Right. Like there's certain things you can't do. So you don't have to jump in and do it the way that you might have done it when you were, the HR director or the VP at a conglomerate that had a complete budget line line item for those things. You do have to do things differently, but that is why you surround yourself with great people who are in aligned minds that are preferably a few steps or more ahead of you so that you can always level up and do things in a smarter way and not necessarily fall into the traps of repeated cycles and issues and drama and taking that time for yourself, like you said, every day, even if it's five minutes, I, I have a jar of bubbles. I wish I could show you right now that I keep on my desk and I actually have a bowl full of them. Sometimes all you got to do is just pull out your bubbles and blow it for a couple of minutes to just get your deep breathing working. It sounds silly, but sometimes that's what we have to do to get, you know, get a little playful, be, be out of that space of that super professional, formal part of ourselves and just retouch our child self, that healthy part of ourselves, that creative, that curious part of ourselves for two minutes and do that. Because like you said, sometimes the reality is you don't have time for a, a massage every day. 
And if you're fiscally responsible while your business is growing or while your career is growing, that may not be the smartest use of your money, but you can take two or 10 or 20 minutes and you can put that money up for those quarterly retreats. I love that you do that. That is phenomenal. Good, good stuff. So how do people contact you and follow up with you to get even more beyond this great appetizer we just gave them? How do they go further with Joanna that I want to call Anna, but Joanna, Jane, how do they go further? (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to give it to you real. The other part of this, the tip that I would love to leave before we go is just getting started Mm -hmm. and don't get caught up in all of the packaging. Packaging looks great. But the most important thing is that you actually have quality work and quality services to give to clients. So all that is insane. My website is currently under construction, mm-hmm. but I'll be making an announcement on my social media platforms because I have some really great stuff that's coming out. One yes. being a product line, Faith, Finance, and Her. So look out for all our cool, funky t-shirts. I'm a lady of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So we have some specialty things that are coming out for my sorors. And um, O'Hara Developments, our um, real estate uh, um, company, we have that website coming up as well. So in the meantime, in between time, (laughs) you can follow me on Instagram at J underscore B underscore Enterprises. That's J underscore B underscore enterprises and on Facebook at Joanna Jane. So I wanted to share that because one, I'm always going to keep it real with you. And number number two, I would rather know that we have houses and we have property and we are in a position to help people than getting so caught up in the very beginning with a fancy website. You'll be so surprised Mm -hmm. how many people out here actually have prosperous, well-oiled machine businesses that don't have social media. I mean, social media just really helps people find you even more. But mm-hmm. when you're doing the work, people will refer you and refer you and refer you. And that's really how I grew, you know, my financial business is one person referring me to, to the next. So um, look out for our website, look out for um, O'Hara Development's website, and I'll make those announcements on my social media platforms within the next two weeks. Yes, yes, probably right about the time that this will drop. So that'll be perfect. And we'll just update the show notes with that as well. So that'll be perfect. And I and I want to say, normally I don't add anything besides the close to say goodbye to all of our Balanced Bully listeners after our feature expert guest gives the contact. But I want to acknowledge and honor you for your truth. Because that is the reality. You're not letting, you know, a, a situation with co- under construction circumstance, you know, development website stuff, because we all know how that can go. It's like having a contractor for your house. It could not necessarily be in the timeline that you want it to be. Um, and you get surprise hits with different things that you're like, what? What is this? And why are you now t- taking a two week project into six months? But sometimes it happens. It doesn't mean, though, that your business has to stop, especially when your business is that of a woman or man who is impacting the world in a deeper and greater way. So I commend you for your, for your space with yourself more than anything of being like, listen, I'm still doing business and I'm doing great things, but you just can't go to a dot com right now. So come follow me where I do play, where you can reach me and you can get whatever information you need. So I have to honor your boldness, your truth, and just everything that came out of that. I really, I really thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's very important because I think that's the reason why sometimes people don't move and they'll say, no, Nikita, I can't join your podcast today because mm-hmm. my website's not done or no, I can't go and speak mm-hmm. here because people can't find me at dot com or, or this clip. So that's why I wanted to share that. I'm, 
if anybody is ever in my space, and I think that's why you and I gel so well, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for the fluff. So in between people working on your site and so forth, you're going to still get on that stage. You're still going to go to work. You're still going to do right. all the things that this assignment that God has given you requires you to do. And right. they'll and we'll send out a blast email and announcement when it's ready. <laughs> I, I know that's right. So so keep up and follow and you'll get everything you need. I know that's right. Joanna, thank you. Thank you for carving out time from your busy, full, multi-passionate life that you have to just honor us with your time, your energy, your story, your truth, your your nuggets of everything that you provided. I just want to thank you so much again for just being with us today on Balance Boldly. Thank you. And thanks again for the invitation. Truly, truly appreciate it. And I look forward to continuing to connect with you and connecting with all of your um, your listeners, if anyone needs any support in financial services, I specialize with special business, with small business owners. Um, we work with people at all income levels, and um, definitely, if you need some guidance in the real estate industry, there's a whole another platform for that as well. So stay tuned and feel free to also connect with me. Yes, yes, woo! Balance boldly. Oh, you beautiful, amazing, ambitious women and those few brave men that are out there willing to acknowledge that you do, in fact, have to balance your life boldly if you want to thrive in your work, life, and love. I thank you as well, and I honor your time. If you loved everything that you heard, in addition to making sure you follow up with Joanna Jane, our feature expert today, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share this podcast so we can make sure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. For those of you who do not know, we started a live stream or hashtag I started a live stream a few weeks past uh, called Let's Talk Intimacy, where that is exactly what we're doing. We are talking about the personal levels of your intimacy because we know it affects the way that you show up in your work, in your business, in your career. But the live stream is really going deep into intimacy with yourself and with your partner. And if you do not have that partner yet, we want to get the juices of that life and that love flowing with you so you can attract that person that was designed for you. So make sure you check out the live stream. You can get the replays on my YouTube under Nikita Thigpen. And you can follow me at Ask Nikita everywhere, IG, Facebook, Twitter, wherever your hearts desire. And you will see those lives come up at 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays, most Thursdays of the week, because you guys know I'm a boss. So I'm out here doing my thing. And that may be a moment where I can't get on till 12. But for the most part, it's 1130. And you always get a notification. So make sure you sign up for that. In the interim, I want you to go create your balance and create your joy. But remember to do it boldly. Thank you so much for listening.